Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Bill Squire Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I am your host, Bill Squire, and I'm here with my guest this week, Zachariah Durr. Hi, everyone. I'm here, too. And whoopsie, barking in the background, as always. Uh, so, thank you for joining me today. You uh, are a new TV star. Yes, star. that is the, the correct... The biggest star. The correct term is star. Uh, when am... do you get your uh, star on the Hollywood Boulevard? Good point. How much Tomorrow is Tomorrow or is it... Wednesday? <laughs> it's scheduled for next week. Okay. How much is that? How many millions of dollars is it to get a star put on? I, I It's a lot, but I, I say I want to say it's not like a million dollars. I want to say it's like 100000 or something like is that. Is that it? I don't know. It, I'll do it. You'll do it just for that? Yeah. You can finance that. I can. <laughs> maybe, it... maybe. It's probably a million, though. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, never mind. Well, what if it's 900000 yeah, I do oh, it. Okay, so as long as it's under a million, a million's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but nine hundred thousand. The bank doable. will approve me for anything under a million. Once they hear that I am a local broadcaster, yes, who is on occasionally when a movie is not being played for two hours at night, mm. they'll say, "Right this way, sir." The real bank fault. You uh, what? What is the new show called? The new show is the Big Bad B Movie Show. It is your classic creature feature horror movie hosted show. Uh, I play Leopold, and my co-host Laura Wimbles plays Lenora. We are two people who have been trapped in the WUAB Studios Movie Vault for years, and we've just been released. And now we are sharing all of these horrible horror movies onto the public, and we have. Little skid 'em ups. We have host <laughs> bits, uh, fake ads. It's really whatever we want to do, running rampant. Whenever uh, it, it's between movie segments. Well, that's fun. How how long do the segments get to be? Well, we're on whenever the movie isn't. So for this first episode that we just did, which was Attack of the Giant Leeches, that movie is an hour long. Okay, because it was made to play as a double feature. Uh, so we had to have with ads almost half an hour of original content. That's okay. So you, you, I mean, that's like a full-on show, like a Seinfeldian yeah. length. Yeah, yes. that's 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 quite a bit of content to have to come up with on a weekly basis, which is cool, and that's probably pretty fun for you. And uh, what's uh, well, I, I didn't get to watch it because I was, you know, it's Saturday night. I'm out on the town driving my kids to haunted houses and stuff. <laughs> Did you actually go to a haunted house last night? I dropped. Uh, Jace and his girlfriend off at a haunted house. And, and how them up. how does that work now? How does so it's all work? timed out. Okay. So like you go and you buy your tickets, and then you have to go in order, mm-hmm. and they they sell a certain amount of tickets for each hour, and then they you know waiting in line, you're spaced out, and going through the haunted house, you're spaced out, and the actors are all like, no one's jumping out or like they're on like platforms and stuff like that. Oh so, wow! So it definitely isn't the 
normal experience for that one. That's what they told me. But it's, you know, they still had fun. But if you have a really long pole or something, you can still bang that around next to people's heads or something. Yeah, right? they, they... A six-foot pole. I think it's just hard for them because they said, like, in some of the haunted houses, they only had a few actors, like one or two. Wow. And so that... And I think that's just... The biggest problem is finding people willing to go and do that work this time of year. Sure. Where normally, you know, they, they're, there's plenty of them, but it always tapers off towards the end. Like, the closer you get to Halloween... The, the actors are always like quitting or getting fired because it's like thankless work, ridiculous hours, and it's just so you know it. You, it really has to be like a passion job. Yeah, you're sick. Uh, you had an argument with a different teen who's yeah. playing a, the the head zombie. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine what a turnover that must be. It's I, I couldn't imagine trying to like recruit people and just like the like to schedule that and just have them be there consistently and not go over the line and all the all the things because the, the people that want to do it are the ones that are going to go too far and you're like you can't fuck, you can't do that <laughs> i once interviewed people who were running a haunted house and it was like interviewing elementary school teachers yeah it's a lot of just corralling yes kids I, in rubber masks and that's exactly what i would not want to do and why i wouldn't want to do it but uh, i mean well, that's it's part of it Mm-hmm. That's your that's you that's the the life you've chosen. If you have a camp counselor mentality, that's probably a perfect job for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I would not want to do that. I don't have it long term. If yeah. it's the actual duration of a camp, which I've had to do, I'm okay with it. If it goes beyond a month, uh, my fuse is burnt out and I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I would maybe make it a week, but I feel like. The like the third time the kid that's getting bullied came to me, I'd be like, I don't know, maybe you just are, maybe you do suck. Like, you, you are a very patient person, though, and you do like you have. Well, I'm like, patient in that I distance myself from people in a way that provides me with that patience. So, like, I can deal with certain people okay. up close, but for the most part, I have a pretty small circle of people and know how to deal with people in a way where I, most of the time I'm just removing myself from the situation. And that's the patience that I have. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It is so not... that when I am tested, I can handle it because uh, I've built up enough uh, patience for the situation or, or whatever is going on that I can get through it. The opposite... But if I had to do it on a daily basis, like if I was oh. like a manager or something like that, it would not be good. High school teachers, middle school teachers who just have raw... The rawest emotions being fired at them. Yes, every day. I don't know how they do it. No, I could. I, it's it, most of them don't. I had a lot of burnt out teachers. Yeah, I, I feel kid. like most of my teachers were pretty burnt out. And uh, I think uh, when it comes to like they're living in a YouTube comment section on a daily basis, like just like you said, like the rawest emotions where people are just unbridled. They don't know how to handle it. Yeah. So they're either like completely shut down or they're just angry or just worked up all the time and i, I so you know, good for you teachers good for you teachers unless you're burnt out and you're taking it out on your students and then then just bad come for you, on teacher <laughs> take a break <laughs> you need a break so bad uh so one of the things that i wanted to do this week i thought about this for whatever reason i thought of this one clip from sabrina the teenage witch and it, it's probably just because of some playlist that i had on that reminded me of the violent femmes being on that show and then I started thinking of all these other moments on, like, 90s shows and, like, early 2000s shows where they would shoehorn in a band for a scene. And, it 
like a lot of times it didn't make a lot of sense why it would be that bad. Like the Violent Femmes being on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is like a show for probably like 10 year old girls. Uh, and the Violent Femmes were not a band for 10 year old girls. Are they on the same label? Like, are they on like Warner Brothers Records or something? It's probably Sabrina's something Warner like There's that. a lot of synergy. As soon as rock yeah. music started to hit pop culture, yeah. sitcoms started shoehorning in bands. It never goes well. It's always bad. They either get a band that is comically lame and everyone has to pretend to be the world's biggest fan of them. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Which is, I'm very excited to show some of that because that's or... kind of what's going on with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Even though I like the Violent Femmes. It just doesn't work for the popular cool girl in the school to be a super violent femme no. fan. And the other thing that would happen is you would get bands way past their prime. Yeah. Also funny to watch teens uh, worked up. Work, and that yeah. also goes for... I wouldn't say the violent fans were washed up, but... Uh, well, they were just obscure. They were not, yeah. They are just an obscure band that had like one song that people know. But like if you walked on the street, like you'd have to sing the song. You wouldn't be able to... They, nobody knows the name of the band that sings it. Sabrina would have to be very into gross point blank. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's also, and I didn't find this clip, but there's an episode of Saved by the Bell where they're waiting in line to buy tickets to a concert because they're going to buy them all and then resell them. Mm. And it's for U2, which I thought was like, they just went with like, I don't know who's a band right now that sells out concerts. And they're like, U2? And it's like 1994 or 92 even maybe right. still like, a big band but weird for the quote coolest guy in school for the cool kids for. in like like as a child like i didn't really know who you two sure. was like that was my introduction to you two and they don't play any music they just say you two a bunch of times and i'm like oh really bono band? was not yeah. on the show <laughs> yeah so i thought that was uh, a, a weird one uh but uh let's we'll start with this uh sabrina the teenage witch one because and which what year is uh, this episode? Uh, Do we what know? Is it might be down here. Uh, I don't. Uh, Nineteen ninety middles. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's watch it, and I'll I'll look this up. All right. Let me. Thanks for coming. 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 Put me in front of Gordon Gano. You are in front of Gordon Gano. Oh, let me summon my magic within. Gordon. Thanks for coming. Aren't you going to look at me? Do you have a question? Yes. Which do you prefer, stuffing or potatoes? Huh? <laughs> Is something wrong with your eyes? Should we help her out? Half our infatuation spell ought to work. Wow. You're fantastic. I must know your name. Libby Chesler. Can I play a song for you, Libby Chesler? If you like. Guys, let's do Please Do Not Go. How old do you think he was filming this? And I know she's supposed to be like a 16, 17-year-old girl. The the 24-year-old actress playing that teenager? Yeah, yeah. He is probably in his mid-40s, You I'm playing guessing. this? Like, at this point? I think that's how old he probably was. I think yeah. they were pretty young in the 80s. Yeah. This was filmed in uh, 1997. Okay, so yeah, he's probably into his 40s. Yeah, and yeah. I realize he's he's had a uh, hard-lived life. Mm-hmm. Well, he I, does, I feel he like they look, look pretty old. young. They, they yeah, look they're younger, right. sure. But uh, And I also like that they say Gordon Gano so much right off the bat, just to be like, 
Oh, they're huge fans. They know his name. And, like, I'm, I'm sure all through the episode, I can't remember exactly. But I remember them waiting in line and just being, like, way too pumped up for meeting the Violent Femmes. And, like, her having this crush on him where the reason she's wearing the glasses is to, like, save up her, like, magic. personal magic okay. to, to uh, hypnotize him with her, you know, sultry stare. This clip is unique in the fact that it's actually uh, funny. Yeah. Like, the thanks for coming. That's a funnier gag than yeah. you get from most sitcoms like this. Right, them just being kind of kind of disconnected from yeah. their fans like that's pretty... good good on them for yeah. playing that yeah all right let's but i have a cramp in my hand and we don't have our instruments we'll use these <laughs> <laughs> it's for libby it's for libby and then they just you know do a little awkward dance scene in this record shop that's embarrassing Sabrina that sounds like fun great hang with us at the hotel courtesy suite would you would you sure that sounds like fun great we're at the Copley Plaza bring any friends you'd like she said yes (laughs) (laughs) super creepy I unleash my magic within. And now we get to go party with the violent fans? Not so fast. Gordon said I could bring anyone I wanted, and I'm cool with you and the boys, but I'm afraid that doesn't include the Olsen twins. <laughs> what? But they came with us. We can't ditch them. They're no fun. All they did was whine, complain, and... Oh, I forgot about an, for. an element of this episode is her aunts are... They transformed themselves to look younger to so that they could hang out with them all night. And that was the caveat that they could go. Oh, so they are in disguise. They're in disguise. To yeah. everyone else. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, Boy, this uh, is a complicated... It's a complicated show. Sitcom. But, you know, they put themselves in uh, tricky situations on a regular basis. And oh, it always ends up pretty decent. Well, well that's a relief. Yeah. I know. thought this one was one of those uh, hard-bitten series where everyone's dead at the end. No, no. The 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 te- like I I know they did like a reboot of this on Netflix where it's like yes, it's like all angsty and stuff like this, but this one was very much just like jokey sitcom with the Salem the cat, which yeah. is like the weird animatronic cat which is it looked nightmare like a and stein- dead cat with yeah. a string in its mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh that is the one that jogged my memory and then you sent me this one uh which is probably i did not send you this one no the flaming lips one? Oh, this yes one this one you. is this one is fantastic oh. so this is on the, a similar level to the randomness and you know the flaming lips they had sort of a moment in the 90s because of being on the batman forever soundtrack which well, I, before they, that, they had this. This was a hit. This was yeah. a hit but before Batman Forever. But Flaming Lips, this was not like the now venerated art rock band Flaming Lips. This was their novelty song that yeah. somehow became a hit right. in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they were on uh, this show. Should we say what, it, what's, what <laughs> yeah, it's going the, to be? Uh, it's, uh, they were playing at the Peach Pit in on 90210. Uh, which is, and this is Tiffany Amber Thiessen year, so this is a little later in the series run. Uh, and it's, you know, it comes across very organic and natural and <laughs> exactly how kids in 90210 would have received the Flaming Lips. This 
so cool we've got Linda to play tonight. I can't take Wayne around for this mystery band. Hey, I know who it is. And I gotta tell you, as ticked off as I am at Valerie, the Empress definitely is cutting edge this time. Okay, let's just get like I care. Excuse me, everybody. Can I have your attention? Uh, I think it's a time to uh, change the mood around here, don't you think? It's a mystery act. Uh, funny you should ask. They're back safe and ready to go. Please help me welcome the cool, the crazy, the fabulous Flaming Lips. <laughs> Unfortunately, no dialogue from Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Lips. I always love yeah. it when they give the drummer lines to read. But how do we get there? Yeah. Well, we don't have our instruments. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they smeared peanut butter on his mouth yeah. and just dubbed it in later. <laughs> so they let them play like a full song. A whole song, they pretty played, much. Like, it's... They play enough of a song that you'll get flagged. Yeah. And then I like them reacting, and then there's still drama happening, and they're all very into Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To it, but you know, not exactly how these kids would have received the how flaming these 35 lips. Year olds. Yeah, these thirty-five year old children. Yeah, they rocked the house, man. The great dialogue, and then. You get to the all-time shoehorn bands, which was John Stamos making demands that he gets to be on a TV show and play with the Beach Boys, or he's not going to do this season. I imagine that's why this kept happening. Well, John Stamos was a uh, drummer with them, yeah, for a minute. Um, so I'm sure you know he was all buddy buddy. Probably okay. With- so he was doing that before. Yes, okay. he's in the Kokomo video. Okay. Um, and so he had an in, um, and uh, I, I'm sure he was buddy buddy with Mike Love, yeah. the uh, nightmare band member from Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And at this point, this is this is a real confusing for a teen to be into moment because the Beach Boys were just classic old person classic rock, right. like Jimmy Buffett level of and, reputation. At like, this point, it's it's stuff that I always knew growing up, but it's one of those things where. Like even my dad is like, yeah, I remember listening to the Beach Boys when I was a kid. Like that—that's his stories. Yes, of the Beach Boys. However, uh, this teenager, this preteen at this point, is she like twelve or thirteen in the series? Uh, who DJ? DJ? Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, she wins tickets to see the two tickets to see the Beach Boys, and I believe her uncles are all vying to go with her. So uh, she can't decide, and so nobody's going to go to the concert because everybody in this show is an adult. <laughs> I said I'm not going. 
Well, if you're not going, then no one is oh, going. Come on, what do you mean nobody is going? You were out of it. Why did you do Excuse me. I'm on the phone. The laugh track button on this show just must have been worn to a nub. <laughs> Every time a child says something, it's hilarious. No. no. Bye. Who was it? Some beach boy. He called from a limo right in our driveway. I told him no one was going. Wait! Oh! It's sinking in. Did I miss something? Catch him! All the Beach Boys are at the door, and then Brian Wilson just looking five seconds from a full-on freakout. Mike Love has a real creep show Terry Bradshaw look in this. Yeah, shirt half buttoned, uh, tucked into his khakis, ball cap. Still, they're all still vain enough to not want to look bald. And they're all pretty old too. Like they, yes, they're, they're definitely they're, all. Like, they're deep forties, yeah. early fifties. Yeah. Is there a DJ Tanner here? Yeah, that's me. Hi. Uh, as someone that has worked in the radio business for uh, seven years now, this, this is very is, accurate. This is so accurate. Uh, whenever you win tickets to a concert, usually they are the band is the one that is in charge of all that. Sure. <laughs> they make sure all the giveaways happen, and then they also make sure that you have a ride there, mm-hmm. uh, that you have the best seats, and that if you there's more people that want to go, they will accommodate all those people. Well, they'll just go to your house yeah. and play a couple songs for you if right. they find out that you have too many uncles. Yeah, exactly. And that you know, it's just it's one of those things because be, they want their fans to be happy. Uh, they don't just give you garbage tickets that are in the upper <laughs> level. They they will do go above and beyond to make sure that it is the greatest experience of your life. Didn't realize that Beach Boy was wearing his own band's hat. I mean, that's how you know he's in the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, that is true. I mean. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do have. Uh, uh, did you see the shoe that Jim painted for me? I did see that. That's yeah. terrific. Yeah. No, it's a long story. But we've got time. They never start the show without us. Let's order a vegetarian pizza. That's creepy. Is that a reference to something? I don't really know this I don't show. remember. Okay. Yeah. And if it was her favorite food or something. Big boy. <laughs> Cute kid. And they're just hanging out there for a while. Doing an acoustic set. Is Brian? No, Brian Wilson is not singing. Every shot of Brian Wilson is just him kind of looking around. Oh, here we go. For Fuller House, they should do another episode, but they're going to see Brian Wilson, and uh, <laughs> he's in a catatonic state. <laughs> they have to pour sand all over their living room to all get right. him to wake up. I, I don't know a ton about the Brian Wilson story. What uh, exact? I know that, like, I know the song that they're, they're uh, who is it, Bare Naked Ladies did about him. 
uh, lying in bed just like Brian Wilson did. Oh, so but he, I know anyone know he's like abused by his father and stuff like that. Or, yeah, yeah, he he just had a full uh, freak out. I don't know exactly what his uh, mental condition is, but he's definitely probably something around obsessive compulsive. Okay, uh, that's why he kept re-recording the same pieces of. Pet sounds over and over and over again, and eventually he couldn't release any music. And basically, the generally accepted premise is that his doctor, who was pumping him full of meds, and his brother, Mike Love, was just kind of dragging him along the concert circuit, making Mm -hmm. him perform. Okay. And the one bad thing, there was a... It is sad. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, he broke away from all that stuff. There's a movie uh, where John Cusack plays... Brian Wilson. And the only bad point about that movie is there is no scene showing him filming this episode of Full House <laughs> with Dave Collier doing a Bullwinkle impression for him. That's the, all I ever wanted. Have you seen Collier lately? Uh, he used to come pretty regularly to Hilarities. Does he still do Bullwinkle? That's my question. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did. <sighs> I'm pretty sure he did. Is now yeah, now it's just bit. people going, who? <laughs> well, his audience was... Women my age. Like, but now wouldn't it be kids because of Fuller House? Uh, I don't know how much he's on that. And I don't think... Um, and I think he was only doing stand-up when he didn't have I TV see. shows. So if he's part of Fuller House, he's probably like, yeah, I don't need to go Yeah, he's okay road. to not be in the He hasn't been hunt. on the road in a while, in a while, I feel like. Got it. Um, so which... I the last one I have is Remy Zero. Uh, the, the Gene Wilder one, like that, it was like the full episode and I couldn't cut it all down oh okay uh but i mean i can tell you the moment that yeah so it's alice cooper yeah on gene wilder show something wilder uh which i don't think i ever watched i just remember promos for it where he was trying to use a ping pong no one watched it it was yeah but like it was the same promo that ran constantly but i feel like nobody (laughs) ever because i just remember that moment where he was trying to use like the the ball paddle thing and he's like this thing's crazy and like i'm like oh man gene wilder even as a kid, I'm like this. Is, this guy was amazing, and this is it was not where he wants to be. Oh, it's the crummiest, most generic yeah. sitcom. And uh, the idea is that Alice Cooper is filming a music video in this suburban house next to his suburban house. Mm-hmm. He's making too much noise, and this was uh, filmed in 1994. And it's Alice Cooper, but everyone's treating it as though this is like the current day Marilyn Manson, right? And it's very, very, it's the perfect amount of awkward where everyone is acting as though this is this crazy rebel. Yeah. And it's a man in his late 50s. He's, yeah. Uh, there's like a German dominatrix in the house and everyone's. That's actually a pretty funny idea for an episode. Uh, it may like, be. Like if they, if they would have done it in a way where they're like, well, Alice Cooper's a lot different. Like if they acknowledge that, which I'm sure they didn't. I have a feeling as though it was a script that was sitting in somebody's filing cabinet from the 70s or 80s mm-hmm. with young Alice Cooper. And then this came along and they went, ah, oh, I can dig this one out again. Yeah, we can make this happen. All right. So would you rather go with, uh, well, which one should we end on? Buffy mm. the Vampire Slayer or Remy Zero on Smallville? Because Remy Zero on Smallville is one of my favorites. So I think we'll, well we'll end we'll end on that. All right. Um and we I, you, you can edit this out, but you don't have the Super Mario Brothers Millie Vanilli. Oh that's I'm, actually my favorite. Oh, that's your favorite? I can pull it up uh just because it was So uh this next episode is from the Super Mario Brothers three cartoon where they meet Millie Vanilli, 
Princess Peach is, of course, a number one Millie Vanilli fan. They all go to the real world to see their concert. Uh, and when I saw this episode, which I, I did not watch it as a kid. I was watching it uh, for this. I thought, boy, they couldn't get these actors to do a better German accent. And then I learned it's really the guys from Millie Vanilli acting on the show. That's fantastic. And see if you can tell who the pro voice actor is and, and who not. is Millie Vanilli. All right. Welcome to Castle Koopa. Hi, boys. I've been expecting you. Hey, who's behind this Mondo Bizarro joke? We have a to play. Not so fast. You're playing for me now. I really dig your dreadlocks. Impressive. <laughs> well, I don't dig tails and scaly lips. And if we don't? I'll turn you into, into accountants! Accountants? That is a good one. <laughs> and she turns them both into business. No, we're nerds. We're dweebs. This is terrible. <laughs> you turn us back to normal people right now. To normal people. Never. You. She's you actually have... turned you into normal people. That's uh, that's fantastic. I, I think this won an award for most irritating voices. <laughs> so this, but I was, did enjoy it. Like the the theme song was by Remy Zero. Right. Somebody save me! And this is like the season finale of the first season, and it's like they're at the big school dance, and uh, there's a tornado coming. And yes, th- I do remember so, this. So yeah. they they just get to the school dance, and. Uh, this is kind of how it all unfolds. Hey, hey, Chloe's having a great time. I promise her night she'll never forget. I'm glad you finally stepped up, Clark. Yeah, me too. Hey, I like these guys. Yeah. Rumi Zero! <laughs> <laughs> so it's it just... That moment to me is just so awkward and wonderful. And just, like, I, it stuck with me over all these years. Where I haven't watched this since probably 2004. I got, like, the... Smallville DVDs and and just like poured yeah. through them, and I I couldn't tell you much about this show, but I always remember this moment because it was so shoehorned in. Even when you were young and you get excited because there's a band that you like on the show, it was the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Yeah, because it was there was always something off about it, right? And just the fact that like. He's like, I like this band, right? Who is this? Oh, Remy Zero, they're playing a high school prom in Kansas. <laughs> Which actually would mean that you're pretty terrible. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I, I, like, they, and they, they never make it something funny. Like, that's why I kind of like the one 
with Sabrina the Teenage Witch where they know it's a ridiculous situation that they're in and they're they're you know like thanks for coming thanks for coming whereas this is like they wouldn't be playing this band so like why not make it kind of funny and be like oh right. this is a cover band or something like that you can tell the violent fans yeah. liked the monkeys yeah and that's what they're basically doing right uh this is just corporate just synergy cor- yeah exactly <laughs> um i i had i did not watch the full scene it's still another two minutes <laughs> Should we plow through and see if there's anything good here? Uh, also, Chloe, who is the blonde girl in this... Uh, I was going to say, only if she talks about the weird uh, sex new group cult. of friends that she's made. Yeah, the sex cult that she ended up joining after this show ended. Yeah. And she was a main recruiter. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, didn't that just... Uh, didn't those hearings just end? I think so. Is she going to... I'm not sure. Oh, they're playing another song? They're trying to push another song. Hey, you know, this is one of Chloe's favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so the situation here is that he didn't know who this band was, and then his friend knows that it's Remy Zero, and that their song that's not their hit song is was, her favorite. was her favorite. That's, that is, is there very any, coincidental. I mean, could we be kind and say that uh, Clark is an alien who is new, so he does not know the Earth's but most he's not popular new. band. He's Remy not Zero. new. Oh, that's true. That's right. He, he was a baby there, when he yeah. came here. Yeah, he, he, didn't get right, there. he didn't get there this week. He just He's very <laughs> aloof, and he's really pretty selfish on this show, you see, a, a, yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming by. That was a lot of fun going through all this dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I, I think I'm going to watch some more episodes of that uh, Super Mario Brothers cartoon. Mm. Oh, yeah. It, uh, it's worth a rewatch. Yeah. And then where can people it's watch? Hot. Yeah. Where can people find your uh, show? They can watch it every Saturday night at 8 p.m. on CW43, WUAB. And also very soon it will be streaming on the CW43 website. Well, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for coming by and enjoy this next segment with uh, this week's Instagram hottie. Fire, and I am here with this week's Instagram hottie, Tequila. Oh, wait. I got to turn your mic up. That helps. There we go. Try that again. Do your dun-dun-dun again. Dun-dun-dun. There it is. (laughs) All right. So uh, we were just talking a little bit, and uh, you have a wild story, like wild, wild, wild stories. So wild. So many wild stories, but we don't even have to get into that right away. Uh, First of all, you're very beautiful, and thank I you. really appreciate you being on here today. No, and thanks. I also, uh, you you are a blogger, and I mean, what do you, what do you do with your time? Okay, well, first, thanks for having me. You're welcome. And what I do with my time is, um, I create. I help people create um, OnlyFans accounts. Oh, really? And uh- mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Leftovers or... The DMV Number 97 Or House cleaning Or 
Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, well, I know a lot of people that, like, I've been interviewing OnlyFans girls, like, <laughs> like every other interview that I do on here. <laughs> Is OnlyFans, so you can give some of those girls tips on stuff, but you don't want to give it away for free. No, not for free. Not for free. But little, what's like a little tip that you can give away for free? Um, okay, so if you really aren't working and mm. you can't afford me, then um, if you live on the west side like me and you, I can help you create a cardboard sign. Yeah. And um, I know great spots on 117 that you can stand. <laughs> <laughs> We can start there. We'll start there. All right. That'll get you that'll get you some income so then you can afford her services. That's funny. Okay, but seriously. But seriously, that's what you do. You help girls make their OnlyFans? Or okay, no. Do you make so, any guys? Um yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of guys want to show um their hairy legs. Yeah. Um I've got a couple that You're wanna... dry as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You are. <laughs> there's probably there's always a market for that, but guys give stuff away for free. Oh yeah, for sure. That's just like, like hey, yeah. you know. You want to check out these hairy legs? Yeah, literally. You want to see this dick that's not that impressive? Exactly. Yeah, like, guys I love do doing long that. And soft or mm-hmm. should my balls go in front or behind? I'm like, whatever. Put love the balls it. in front. <laughs> Leave a little mystery. <laughs> literally. <laughs> should I pull it back because I'm circumcised or uncircumcised? Or? That's a that's a choice. I mean. What are you trying to tell the girl? Right. You know? Right. You're trying to tell her, like, hey, this is the only hood I'm into. What do you say? <laughs> um, so, seriously, what I do, um, personally, I work for a small clinic, mm-hmm. um, and I'm the program manager there, so I help do all, like, the strategic marketing. Okay. But then you also like, have kind of, like, an blah, entertainment blah. side where you do, yeah. you so, know, you, you, you were doing a little show of your own for a while, and then you did... Uh, like I saw that you're a blogger and stuff like that. And yeah. You, and you kind of like to talk about topical things and, and just lifestyle stuff. Yeah. So one thing about me is I like when people are 100% authentically their selves. Yeah. And so that's kind of like what I blog about and what I talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you be 100% yourself? So, for example, if like you were to come on the show, I would want to like dig deep and see what people... I dig, don't know about you. Dig, dig in, I mean, I'm I'm pretty open about most of my life, probably to like like people are like you didn't need to share that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like to uh, I like to be pretty open, and especially like about things that a lot of guys see as weakness, like being open about emotions and mm-hmm. insecurities and stuff like that. Right. Where a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't, I'm a tough guy, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm all about talking about that stuff because I think that's actually more courageous than just acting like you're not afraid so do you want to get married uh not again i was married before oh damn okay yeah there goes my husband yeah well i mean sorry (laughs) well do you want to have kids uh i'm kind of on the fence about that because in the past like i have the stepkids we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. who are like my kids and there was a time when i really wanted to have kids but the way the world's been recently and everything just I'm, i'm less inclined to to have kids now dang so i missed my mark on both yeah wow because i'm really loving your facial hair right now oh i just trimmed it today i I trimmed it today because i didn't want to look like one of those guys in the michigan uh, terrorist (laughs) group because i'm like man those guys all kind of look like me so i'm gonna trim my beard and make it nice and uh that way i I look like someone that calls it a terrorist group and not a militia (laughs) well what about your hair like how do you get it uh i just have some product in it and then i uh 
like blow dry it and then it gets that nice uh dry look yeah <laughs> yeah i like it but it's but it you know it's, it's soft but it's it stays in place and then it's also kind of i didn't think it was gonna be this warm in october literally and uh so now it's like i'm sweating while we're filming this it's okay i'm sweating too okay but i'm sweating from the face i'm You're... sweating below yeah I wish my girlfriend was here. You know I have a girlfriend, right? Because you're very cute oh. and she would be into you. Yeah. So, hey, Are you into girls? Um, no, but I can be. Oh, that's very open. Yeah, maybe, I w- maybe we will get married. Yeah, we'll seriously. See. So we'll have some sister wives. Try something new. So, there you go. Hey, girlfriend. Hey. Come and she will. Touch my boobs. Hmm. They're D's. Yep. <laughs> well... Uh, you are a big fan of comedy. Are you a fan of comedy? Are you just friends with John? So, yes, I am a huge fan of comedy. Yes. I, I am like, I love to get a good laugh yeah. in and out about all around. Mm-hmm. So, yes, if, um, and Carly. Yeah. Uh, my good friend. Oh, too. Carly's great. So they're always telling me about different shows that are happening mm-hmm. around this town. And I'm just like, yes. Um, I do work like weird, crazy hours sometimes, so I yeah. can't go to all of them, but I am always like trying to get to every single one. Well, that's awesome. And we appreciate the support. And I love, I, I've seen you regularly at the crowd work show that we do yes. at Hilarities, which is one of the funnest shows. And it's one of those things where like, you can't really explain it. You have to go and see it. Literally. Like yeah. you have to be there and like watch it build and watch like how everybody's real tight at the beginning of the night and they're like i don't really know what's going on here and then by the end everybody's just laughing and having a good time and just like everybody kind of comes together as this unit to just like laugh all together it's great seriously i love everyone that has ever gotten upstage yeah it's it's great and it's one of those things where you know it's comedy without a net you're going up there for you for those of you that don't know crowd work shows you're talking to the audience Mm -hmm. and creating the comedy with the audience the audience is basically your like improv partner and they can be just as funny as the people on stage and you just get these crazy like authentic moments that are just you can't ever recreate and i'm so glad you said that. that's that authenticity that you like that is like i love that it just feels like it's not written right it's not like oh and then um uh oh yeah so then let me tell you about the time that me and my mom was like uh yeah and then uh which uh, is good too but in this format it definitely adds to the excitement of it because there can be some tension where you're like waiting for someone to get a laugh, getting a laugh. Yeah. And then they, you know, they come through and, and then everybody's <laughs> so relieved because everybody's kind of rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, yes, this guy, you can do it. You can do it. And that's what makes it so fun and so uh, unique. Yeah, seriously. I love it. Yeah. So you've been doing, the you've been coming to comedy shows. You are adopted you were telling me yes and you are uh you you've kind of had a crazy upbringing where you you just had a lot of adversity thrown your way Mm -hmm. and what did you do to kind of develop the coping skills to overcome all that because that's stuff that lasts a lifetime and and not everybody gets you know gets to that point Ooh, good question yeah i get deep on here oh gosh Um, so let's see. Coping skills. Um, well, I tried cutting myself. Okay. And that didn't work. Um, it hurt more than... It hurts a lot. Yeah. Than to cope with anything. Mm -hmm. I was just like, ow, my, like, my arms are seriously, like, hurting. My, uh, I've I've experienced that with family members that have gone through that. And it was very, very upsetting. And, like, luckily they've gotten past it, too. But that is one of those things where 
it seems like I understand it. Like you want to feel something else. You want yeah. It gives you something to concentrate on. It's it's you know a controlled pain. It's it's all that stuff, but it's also so damaging and just so it's so damaging. It's like and so like not just physically, but psychologically. Literally, because it does become addictive. It really does. Yeah. And I hung around with people, of course, who like did it too. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of was like. I don't know, like this hurts more than like, I'm still thinking then about it's the helping. pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I so tra- how did you, so it was just the pain that you're like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. You kind of quit cold Turkey. Yeah. Literally cold Turkey. Yeah. And I wanted to do it, but then like when I thought about like it hurt, it really does hurt. Yeah. And especially if you're not like experienced when you're like, you've done it for like years and mm-hmm. you just like know where to cut. Like it, it really hurts. Yeah. So I just kind of was like, okay. Enough of that. Like, yeah. After like a couple months, I was like, okay, I'm done. And the doctor was like, yeah, you're going to get scarring everywhere. And I was just like, yeah, so no. Okay. Then I tried killing myself a couple of times, but it just never happened. I think God was just like, it's not your time. Can not you your just time. stop? What, uh, what did you do to try and... So I swam in high school Uh and I tried drowning myself, but I guess since I swam in high school, like it wasn't, it was just like, oh, okay. I've held my breath for the longest I could. So I'm coming up now. (laughs) (laughs) So that didn't work. Well, that's your body's fight or flight response. And I think your body, when you get put in that position, uh, when you talk to people that have attempted suicide or there's a, a documentary about people that were jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. And one person survived and he said, as soon as he jumped off, his first thought was this was a huge mistake and he's so happy that he lived through it, even though his body isn't what it used to be because he damaged it so immensely. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's just so, uh, like you, you, you think that until you do it. Yeah, seriously. So, I tried the- so you try to drown yourself. What's the other, um, I tried drugs, every drug known to man. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with this guy who was totally awesome and we would go to like these different house parties mm-hmm. and just like try different stuff. We tried mushrooms, different kind of peels and cocaine and just yeah. like literally everything. Um, and then I did that for a couple years. And one time I went to a house party and um, I was like rolling up a blunt and I went to the bathroom. So I told someone else to finish and they laced me. Oh. I end up not remembering the whole night. I end up passing out in this lady's driveway, butt naked in my own throw up. And that was just like an eye opener. And I was like, okay, well, clearly I think I tried everything. So um, I probably should just go to a therapist. And try and get some shit together. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's how I coped with everything. Well, good for you for going to a therapist <laughs> and, and, and getting through all that. Because that is a very difficult time uh, to go through. I, I was at my breaking point. When I was in the Philippines, I was a Mormon missionary, mm-hmm. raised Mormon, and that's like a big deal. You have to go to that. You always have to follow these really strict rules. Mm-hmm. And I was severely depressed and just wanted to not be alive anymore. And so mm-hmm. I was actually getting ready to jump off of a building that I lived in. Like wow. I was on the roof just sitting there contemplating it for a while, just like bawling the whole time. Yeah. And then I, I couldn't do it, but it was definitely like one of those things where I'm like, all you gotta do is push, and you're you're gone. Yeah, and uh, I just I couldn't do it, but it was it was definitely like one of those things where I was like, I came to the decision that I was gonna live my life for me more, right, and stop being what you know my dad wanted me to be or the church wanted me to be, and just mm-hmm. and try and be happy. And you know, it didn't all happen right in that moment, but 
over the years and through therapy and through just experiencing life and going through those ups and downs, I got to a much healthier place. Yes. I recommend therapy for everyone. I Even agree. for people that think they don't have a problem. Like, I feel like there's always some deep rooted problem that you're. Oh yeah. Like, everybody's not, got walls. Everybody's yeah, got. Everybody's you're not got, facing. Everybody's got walls and trauma and, uh, Therapy is great and, and, and being able to go in there and go in with an open mind and find mm-hmm. the right therapist for you to be able to feel comfortable to kind of dig into your brain and see what's holding you back is just a wonderful experience. Seriously. So if you're listening and you think that we're crazy, you should go to therapy. Yeah, because you're also crazy. <laughs> just so you know. And there's nothing wrong with it. And there, there used to be such a stigma against it. And I think there's still some stigma against it. But I think therapy is absolutely necessary to be a healthy functioning adult. And I think that's like a lot of people you see all the hate and turmoil in our country right now. And a lot of that just comes from people having their own issues and they don't, they want to blame someone else. They mm-hmm. go, well, it's your fault. Cause you're black. I'm, I'm, I'm a white person. Things aren't as good as I want to be. Well, it's these black people that are holding me back. Right. So it's, it's just, you know, go to, go to therapy, figure yourself out. Seriously. Oh, and another thing that I didn't tell you was, um, Therapy helped me a lot because, um, as I was telling you before, I'm adopted. Mm -hmm. And when I finally met my twin brother at like when I was almost adult, um, I thought it was going to be some life changing experience. Like, oh my God, like kind of what's that movie called? Um, uh, parent trap. Yes. So I thought it was going to be just like that. Like, oh my God. He totally is going to know. It's a it's yeah. a boy. Um, he totally knew that I was feeling this way for right. a long time and he felt the same way and I felt this way because of him. But it was totally weird. It yeah. was just like we were sitting like this. I was like, hi. Hi. Um, how's your mom? Good. How's your mom? Good. Okay. Well, it was nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That was weird. That was very weird. Uh, that's kind of similar. My my kids, like I said, are my stepchildren. They haven't seen their dad since he, they were very little. Mm-hmm. Like my, I think my oldest was around five. The other two were, you know, they they really had no memories of him. Oh. So a few years ago, he mm-hmm. came up, and they saw him, and they were mm-hmm. all excited. Mm-hmm. And then after meeting him and like spending t- like a little bit of time with him, they're mm-hmm. like, like that was when it was solidified in their mind that I was their dad. Yeah. Because like, oh, this is like the guy we have a relationship with that we can come to our right. problems with. Like we, you know, this guy is biologically our dad, but we don't have any trust in him. We don't yeah. have any relationship. There's no Who chemistry he? there. He's just, yeah, he's just a guy. Literally. And so they saw that and it was very eye-opening, very similar experience to what you went through where they're just like, this is just, you know, they had these high expectations for it because mm-hmm. you, you think it's going to answer all these questions and it and it does answer questions. But in a different way. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-mm. no. Because that's, I mean, and that goes back to therapy where people have expectations about what life is and how life is going to go. And it puts you on this, you know, kind of, it puts you on this course where you think that things should go a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so when they don't, it becomes very depressing. Yeah. No, expectations is like my biggest struggle. Yeah. Like right now, mm-hmm. I'm in love with my best friend. Oh, and so I expect him to be someone that he's not like not my best friend, but still my best friend, but like more than my best friend, but still remain my best friend. But can be more than my best friend sometimes. Yeah. But then also be my best friend like other times. That's very difficult. It's so difficult. And he and have you expressed this to him? Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. See, mm. you want to tell him right now? Well, 
<laughs> it's more complicated than that. I'm not going to say any names. All right. Um, but yes, I have. Um, but hey, best friend, I am in love with you and I want to grow old with you and I need you to get your shit together so we can be one. All right, that was a little frightening. <laughs> that was that was very strong. That wasn't like, hey, I'm confessing my love to you. It's like, hey, you better do this or I'm coming for you. Because like, you don't, you've got no choice in the matter. It's going to happen. Literally, because if you don't, then I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going to be forced <laughs> to kill myself because I don't want to answer to anybody. So just do it. This is by far the darkest episode that I've done. <laughs> and I am all for it. Uh, so, yeah, that's – but I, I've been in those situations in the past where I kind of would go after someone that was unavailable – or would, you know, the term is friend zone me or something like that. Yeah. But it really was just someone that... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would spend time with me and, and I had misplaced feelings. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying that's what you have, but I've definitely experienced that in the past where, you know, they, they weren't reciprocating. Has this person reciprocated the feelings from time to time? Yeah. They're just kind of stringing you along. No. Okay. Or just not stringing you along, but like not ready, like you said, to to move forward or, or be in a relationship. My thought on it, on the whole take is, is that, um, and I don't want to use this as a crutch, but like he's been hurt before. That's and, very common. Um, he hasn't... Um, to my knowledge, he's only been in love once, and that was the time that he got hurt so bad. Yeah. And so now trying to do it again, um, it's just like, okay, I don't know if I'm ready to put my walls down. And I'm not the easiest person to deal with because I definitely have really bad communication. I don't like to – I like to disclose too much. Yeah. But then I'm like – See, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm in love with you. We can totally do this. And then when it's time, I'm like, wait, hold on. Because wait, when did I say that? Was that like yesterday? Was I drunk? Hold yeah, on. let's let's calm down let's, with that. Let's like, take it slow. Yeah, let's, daytime words are different than nighttime words. Oh, literally. Yeah. So I think we just struggle with communication. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I would always want him to remain my best friend. Yeah. And Well, that's a scary um, thing, too. And like, you know, someone... Mary Santora is a very, very good friend of mine, and people mm-hmm. were always trying to put you trying to put this together. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, no, that that's not what what this relationship is about. Like we have, a, like when you say like someone's like a brother or sister or something like the, like that, that's very much what our relationship is. Yeah. Where like they think when we're fighting on the radio, they think that's like us having chemistry. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> we're pissed at each other, and this isn't Literally. like sexual tension or anything like that. We're actually just like dealing with each other as best we can yeah and it's hard with society these days because they want you to like 
put a title on something, oh, yeah. stamp that, like claim it. And that's not so much where I'm at with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if we're like, and I don't want to say an item. Like, I don't care. I don't care if yeah. like he says I'm his girlfriend. Right. I just want to know. You that just want the connection and the, yes. the, like the physical contact and, and I'm not just like sex and stuff like that, but being able to like show affection to each other. Yeah. I want to be connected spiritually, physically, yeah. emotionally. I want us to be one so bad that mm-hmm. like when I'm like thinking, like you already know my thoughts. Okay. Is that, that's, that's a lot to put on somebody. Yeah. Because like, I even, need you to be God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so I can understand why he's a little intimidated by the whole situation because that's a lot to offer. Or that's a lot to ask of somebody. So maybe you need, and we were talking about the expectations. <laughs> maybe your expectations <laughs> need to, uh, I wouldn't even say lower, but I would say revert or like kind of re, you know, assess them so that you can say like, okay, what, what I really want is someone that's attentive. So I don't need them to know what I'm thinking. I just need them to be willing to, 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 to want to find out. Ooh, see, that's a good word because yeah. I'm needy. Yeah. Like needy. Mm-hmm. Like I need for me to wake up and see that you called me 110 times. Right. But you now really, what does that mean for you though? Like, if, like That what, you wanted me? That you wanted. But, but, but you, is, isn't maybe that... you didn't need anything, but you were thinking about me. So you called mm-hmm. and then you were thinking about why I wasn't answering. So then you called again and then you were thinking about. I think you got some work to do on yourself before <laughs> right? you get into the relationship because because <laughs> that kind of neediness and that kind of attention seeking is very much, you know, you're looking for a codependent relationship when what you, what I would suggest is you want someone that, yes, they want that and they're going to show you all that. Yeah. But you don't. Like, I don't need it, but, but like I not, want Not it. at that level, maybe. Ooh. Maybe that level's a little. Extreme. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'm extreme. You you might be extreme, but that's that's okay. <laughs> it's just one of those things where you gotta again may reframe the expectation to something that's a little more plausible and a little less codependent, a little less uh literally. Yeah. A little less crazy. Totally not him. Yeah. He would never But ever. then is that also why it's so enticing to you to think that, hey, if I can get him to this level where <laughs> he's that into me then that means I got him. Like, and that's, I think that's the way a lot of people look at a situation where they're like, they might have someone like that in their life, but they're like, Oh, I already got that person. I don't need them. But the, the hunt, the, the process of trying to get real that other person in is so exciting. Um, yes and no, because I feel like in every relationship I've always been, you know how they say you wear the pants. Yeah. I've always like wear the pants okay. and I've always been so controlling so I feel like it's kind of enticing a little bit because mm. he's very controlling. So it's like, I want my way. And then I'm like, no, but I want my way. Yeah. And the compromise is so hard. Yeah. Man, that's, yeah. I don't, uh, <laughs> I get tired just thinking about that. Like that. That's so not who I am. Like where if somebody's that controlling, I'm be like, peace. Because I've actually kind of been in that situation before. And I don't even think they were aware of how controlling they were i think they just really it was their coping mechanism for what they had been through in the past where if something was one way in the past they wanted it completely the opposite in this relationship Mm -hmm. to to feel like they have control or they they have the upper hand which i don't think you know in a relationship having the upper hand those games and shit like that yeah i'm not into it see i don't want to play any games but i also i guess at the end of the day 
um, I don't want to be controlling anymore. Yeah. I really just want to relax, and I just want to know that, like, you're loved. I don't have to think about anything else because we've already thought about it together. See, that's. Like, I think that's a much healthier way to express yeah. it. Okay, than, there we than, go. Then uh, <laughs> they, they wanting someone to call you a hundred times, like. I was thinking about you all night. I couldn't sleep. I'm going to be miserable today because I um, didn't get to see you. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Um, after that episode, he's been sitting outside my house for four hours. I'm confused. No. You got him. You got him right where you want him. Literally. Uh, so. What's your I, favorite color? My, my favorite color? I mean, depends on what we're talking about. Hmm. Like, you're talking about clothes or shoes or anything like that. And, but, like, I like an orange. Well, usually what I say for my favorite color because I think of, like, a sunset. Like okay. that kind of orange pinkish, like I really enjoy a sunset. Literally. So then, uh, but like when it comes to clothes that I wear, I like blues and reds. Okay. Uh, I like purple a lot. Uh, so but I, what does your girlfriend say you look good in? Uh, she likes me in purple. She likes me in blue and red, but I wear a lot of black and I like those more as <laughs> accent colors than like the main, like I'm not going to wear like a purple jacket, but I'll wear a shirt that's got a little purple on it. That goes with my shoes that are also purple, you know. Literally. That kind of thing. So, what's your favorite color? Uh, I've gotten into fights over this, by the way. Like, with my <laughs> ex-girlfriend, she, she'd be like, what, you know, favorite color? And I'd be like, I don't know. What am I, six? <laughs> right. Like, like, are we trying to pick crayons here? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Literally. I like a lot of the colors. Like, I, I, I'm uh, at a point in my life where I can appreciate a wide variety of colors depending on the circumstance of the situation. Yeah. All right, but you I think, said yellow. Well, yes, yellow is my favorite color. I feel like I also look good in yellow, mm-hmm. but I love to wear olive green. Okay. And black. Yes. Black, black, black. Yeah, I love black. Because, well, for clothes. Yeah. Well, because it's slimming. Slimming and it just it's looks good. And it looks good, and it's just, it just looks and there's polished. so much. It looks, and there's so much you can do with it. Yeah. Where like if you wear certain colors, like and even like grays and stuff like that, I, I appreciate too. But I, I like the versatility of it when it comes to like fashion choices. Literally. Not that I'm like super fashionable, but I like to kind of look a certain way, and black allows that. Yeah, and um, I used to be really big. Mm-hmm. Me too. And. How big were you? Uh, my fattest, I was like 350 pounds. We were almost there together. Okay. I was 272. Yeah. That's not quite there, but on a smaller frame, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like a pumpkin. Yeah. I was I was, <laughs> I was. was a big guy. And like, weight isn't even the most, but like the size of me was like enormous because it was just all fat. Like I didn't really have yes. any muscle or anything like that. Literally. Like now I've, I've, I walk and, uh. You know, I'm not as skinny as I was at one point, but like I have more muscle and stuff like that. So I do okay, but I need, you know, it's always one of those things that's in my mind, but it's not also something that I don't want to be my only focus in life. Because anytime I get into like a real health conscious situation, Mm -hmm. it's fun for like, or like it's good for like a month and a half. Yeah. And then I get super depressed. You're right. You're right. And so it's, it's one of those things where like. Finding that balance of being like, okay, I make sure I exercise every day. I try to eat okay, but I'm also going to just be okay with who I am. Seriously. And that's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Especially when I was fat. I literally, they knew me at McDonald's. Because for breakfast, I would get two bacon, egg, and cheese bagels, Mm -hmm. three hash browns, and um, 
And that's just all emotional eating. Literally. And yeah. two orange juices. Damn. And then for lunch, Ooh, that does I sound would like a good hangover meal. say, can I get a double cheeseburger, a 10 piece, a large fry, medium fry? And then for dinner, I would get a double quarter pounder, a double cheeseburger, a 20 piece, Damn. a large fry, medium fry. And for lunch and dinner, I would get a large sweet tea. So, so you go three times a day to McDonald's. Literally. Damn. Yeah. So I was just, they, I would pull around. Hi, mm-hmm. is this tea? Yep. <laughs> just pull around. Okay. And they knew what you wanted. They wow. knew what I wanted. Wow. Yeah. And that, so I was getting UTIs because I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking any water, just mm-hmm. all those sweet teas. Yeah. Sugar, sugar, sugar. And then my doctor was like, do you want to be a diabetic? Because you're like. There. Yeah. yeah. You're like, almost, like you're yeah. past there. Like you could just die almost tomorrow. And I'm like, whatever, diabetes, it's curable. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Um, hi, it's me again. Can I get a double? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. Well, how'd you uh, overcome that? Um, oh, so I was in a relationship mm-hmm. for like six and a half, seven years. Yeah. And I feel I didn't know at the time, but it was draining me. It was depressing me. And we were like not compatible at all. But I feel like I was hanging on to it because we had already been together for like four years. And I feel like the first four years we were really trying to get to know each other. So I thought it was great. Yeah. But it was really just a learning experience of us just getting to know each other. And we should have just been friends in that time. And it started to become like really abusive. Like I was verbally abusive and then he was physically abusive. And then I was just like eating away all the pain. Yeah. And like I cut everybody off. I cut my family off, my friends, like society, literally. And, um, then once I like left him, literally packed up all my stuff and just left. I haven't seen or heard from him since. This is not who you think I am. <laughs> my name is not Tequila. Um, I found this guy who was like, I was like searching on Instagram and I found this guy who was doing like this workout training for like a hundred dollars. Like you can work out for a whole week for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, for like three hours. And I was like, that's crazy. Like yeah. who does that? And so he told me about these smoothies and like just like different workouts. And so I worked out with him for like three months and the smoothies really are what helped. It was like everything green, like mm-hmm. celery, spinach, all that. Yeah. So it's giving you stuff. all the nutrients that you need. Yeah. And then it's also helping curb your appetite because it, you, you have those nutrients. So your body feels good and your, your mind feels alert. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go, oh, okay. So the this diet thing is really important yeah. Yeah, yeah and i was smoking cigarettes at the mm. time and i stopped and so you just turned it all around yeah i stopped drinking i stopped doing everything and i was just like drinking the smoothies as like a meal replacement and then eating really healthy um and then um i met this girl Brittany. um she she helped me work out and i also met this other personal trainer phil and like they all just like got me together. They were all just like, "I love your." So you could found a support and, group and, and yeah, kind of went went for. That's fantastic. It was just like and but now, I lost like 150 pounds and like it all came off in a year. Yeah. And so now I feel like it was like a shock to my brain because yeah. when I look at myself in the mirror, I still see like. Big yeah. I'm like, oh my god, my cheeks. Yeah. People are like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You don't, you don't." I'm yeah. like, my neck. Yeah. They're like. You, you have a neck. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't. I'm like, okay. yeah, but I mean, they, that's the body dysmorphia that you Literally. get from it where like you don't see yourself how other people see you. Mm-hmm. You see like the worst in yourself. Literally. And it really is pretty toxic to your own self-esteem. Yeah. Therapy. Yeah. 
Yep, therapy. <laughs> therapy. I think that's uh, what we'll make this one all about. Get some therapy. Uh, T, thank you so much for being on the show. I had nice. such a good time. This was so fun, and I want to have you back, and we can just keep peeling the onion because you, you got a lot of layers. There's a lot of interesting stuff that I still want to get into with you. Uh, is there anything you want to promote? Um, Yes, but before we leave, okay. can I play a game with you? Yes, absolutely. Um, What do you think? My favorite thing to do is. Your favorite thing to do. If you could just study me. All right. Your favorite thing to do. Hmm. I think it's people watch. I think I found a new best friend. Ah, did I nail it? <laughs> you nailed it. I, I I had a feeling because you're very observant of people and you <laughs> you have you know you're very analytical about how, what people do. So I and then also uh, you like to judge people a little bit. So you like Ooh. to talk some shit oh. and be like, oh look at that, yeah, like, yeah that person literally. you should be wearing that. <laughs> what are you doing over there? No, but thanks again for having me on the show. Thank you. I will come back anytime. Uh, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is White Girl T, and that's W H Y. T-E-T-E-E underscore G-I-R-L. And please stay tuned because that's what T said. My YouTube talk show is going to come out soon. Yeah. I already watched a couple episodes. It's interesting. Uh, She does her talk show from her bed, which uh, (laughs) I don't do yet. But I feel like I'm inspired by that. And maybe I'll start doing some some bed (laughs) interviews in the future uh but yeah thank you so much thank you this was a lot of fun and uh make sure you follow white girl t on instagram i'll put a link for that as well this is the bill squire show Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.